0: It's time for the Brotherly Love Podcast, keeping it real on the Philly sports scene since 2014. If anybody in their right mind is worried about Jalen Brunson translating the next level, then they didn't watch him play.
1: I believe their team is happening, man. I really do not think that they're going to be denied. Whether it's the fight in Bills, the Birds, the Fly Guys, the Process, or a national headline, these two beauties are talking
0: sports with a passion only Philly fans can comprehend. Here's your host, Joe O'Donnell. Stop feeding John Mita car bombs. Run the ball, control the clock, don't do anything stupid. And John Mita.
1: Kids out there, make sure you practice your free throws. Dear God, give me an interview with the Eagle Scouting Department. I'm there like to do better.
0: It is the one and only Brotherly Love Podcast, live and in person. This time from the lower deck of 9801 3rd Avenue in beautiful Stone Harbor. Joe O'Donnell, John Mita here with you. Johnny Meets Nice to see you again, my big friend. How are you?
1: Oh, man. It's a good day to be in the harbor, Joe. In the harbor. It is. It is. Yeah. You know, it's a little,
0: little warmer than I probably would have liked. but it's, it's definitely a little spicy, but we're good, you know. <laughs> one thing I think you'll find about the Brotherly Love podcast is that we fight through the elements. Exactly. Rain, you know, shine,
1: snow, poor sleep. phone
0: connections—you name it. Bad headsets, whatever. It Time takes. zone issues, travel—we battle.
1: Just get through it. Got to have it. Give the people what they want. That's
0: right, That's... amen, brother. <laughs> Appreciate all love and support on SoundCloud and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at Beloved Podcast. That's at Beloved Podcast. So uh, we've done an upper deck, yeah. Stone Harbor podcast. We've done a middle deck, and now today the lower deck. For no particular reason, really, other than it's just it was easier today to set up down here.
1: Well, I mean, the good thing, I mean, the last time I listened to our last podcast that we recorded, you know, the seagulls played a ah, huge role I know, I know. I got some comments, and peeps like the seagulls. <laughs> I'm, like, driving in my car, I'm like, is there a seagull in my back seat?
0: Like, <laughs> I was bugging out. Uh, it should be noted, John Mita picked up a nice parking ticket uh, last
1: episode of the podcast, ah. so that's just uh, salt in to, the wounds. That's it. We're going to have to take that expense out of the kitty. Yeah. That we yeah. didn't start yet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll pay it back someday. All right, let's get rolling, my friend. We're going to talk a lot of birds, preseason, Ooh. training camp while underway. We're going to talk B-Doc to Canton because it's damn well deserved. And we'll talk a little bit about fighting Phil's. And I know you've got a rant about Philadelphia Police Department, so hopefully <sighs> the mayor isn't listening. Where do you want to start, man? I, I think it's only appropriate to start with B-Doc. But Absolutely. if you disagree.
1: No. Why would I ever disagree? Okay. 22 I talk minutes. I that guy all day long. T-
0: 22 minutes of beautiful lecture from B-Doc in his Canton Hall of Fame speech. It was outstanding. Touched on everything from, obviously, his love for the Philadelphia fan base and his time here and all of his coaches, but his family and people that influenced him and helped him, but also about his mental health battles. Uh, I, I think maybe sounds like in the rearview mirror for him, but especially early in his playing career, 13 years with the Birds, 16 years in the NFL overall, now a Pro Football Hall of Famer. But early in his career, battling some suicide thoughts, some mental health issues there, some depression, some anger. And uh, I don't think a lot of us, I mean, I didn't certainly know anything about this until basically a week ago. It's crazy. And and it's great to see that he had a support system there, and he's willing to talk about it now. And I think those are all great things.
1: Well, you see the football player, the gladiator, the invincible personality yeah. of a guy. That Weapon just, X. I mean, just and then he opens up and shares a personal story and let's face it in this country mental health is, is a big it's just something that gets overlooked too much and for him to come out and be so human and talk about his struggles his experiences and give you got to give the Philadelphia coaches some credit give his coach Emmett Thomas for getting him the help yeah. and his wife sticking by his side and that that speech hit home I mean, for me, well, first of all, he's my favorite athlete of all time. But the speech hit home for me is as he talked about getting through the struggle, everything he's been through, and that he's just, if you take all this on, you can overcome it. And for me, with my personal struggles lately in my life, it really hit home. It was so, you know, brought it, you know, it just, it was, it was tearful. And everything that, all the coach, everyone that he thanked, and, and people don't know this, like Joe Banner, is the one person that was probably solely responsible for cutting him. And Brian Dawkins was the bigger man than he's always been, sent him an invitation to go out there for the Hall of Fame. Joe Banner. I mean, I wouldn't have given that guy anything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Anything. And that's the type of guy he was. And his speech was so profound, and he starts it off by crawling out, like he's crawling out of the tunnel. It was just so fitting and the support for all the Philadelphia fans, the way he gave credit, I know you saved your heart earned money to celebrate with your boy. And uh, it was just amazing. Yeah. I, I was sad that I was unable to attend, but I will definitely be getting my picture with the uh, b dog bus when I make myself make my way out to Can- or, how about uh, all Canton, the, Ohio. How about
0: all the Eagles fans that turned out? Oh. I mean, my goodness.
1: In droves. I love that's, it. That's what we do.
0: I love it. And and you know what? If you look at now, you have the NFL draft was in Philadelphia, knocked it out of the park. The Super Bowl championship, the parade, the showing of the, the, you know, just the strength of the fan base. And now you have B-Doc going to Canton and the droves of fans that showed up there. I mean, I think if there's anybody on the national football scene that still wants to chirp Eagles fans. You better be careful how you how you uh mince those words because there's not a lot of bad right now. I know there were some Vikings fans whining and crying back in oh, January. Gosh. Like give me a break. Skull clap. But just Skull look clap at this. generally speaking, the last few big moments for Eagles fans. The draft, B Doc Canton, of course the Super Bowl run. No issues. No you know, no bad bad name through the mud. Nothing. Just great fan support. And going to practice yesterday.
1: Oh yeah! Tell Thirty me about
0: plus that. thousand people, and the the uh, Eagles chants from each corner of the stadium, kind of fighting with each other. Sections going back and forth, and I mean, it's unbelievable! Love
1: unbelievable! It. Love it! We're at an
0: all time high. Yeah, with this it's, a,
1: team. it's it's a great time to be a it's Philadelphia great, Eagles great fan. To be on top now, everybody's going to be gunning for us. Which now, is
0: good. just a couple more things here on B dog Sure. All right. Obviously, very well deserved. Just to see some of the highlights, you know, the last few days and weeks made me forget just how long he was in Philadelphia, just how many great plays he was a part of. You know, you tend to think about some of the bigger moments or bigger situations, but my goodness did he have a knack for that football. It was unbelievable. Such a ball hawk. Yeah. Well just I mean his acrobatic his, interceptions, I mean his
1: last his last game in the link when they just tattooed the Cowboys, forty four to six. Yeah. That was his last time suiting up as an ankle at Lincoln Financial Field. I mean, he was all over the map, forcing fumbles. Yeah. I mean, intercept like he did everything. That was probably one of the best defensive games that I've ever seen anyone play, like from start to finish. And that game
0: against the Texans where he ah caught did everything: a touchdown pass on the, the trick play, fumble, had, had a interception. Pick. I mean, ridiculous. Yeah, and a sack. Exactly. Uh, first player ever, I think, in NFL yeah. history. With and all and those let's things. face
1: it: I'm sorry, in my mind, he'll always be a first ballot Hall of Famer. You can't tell me that Jason Taylor. Deserved to be in the Hall of Fame before Brian Dawkins. I don't care when anyone says. B. was
0: eligible last year.
1: Yep. Was that
0: was that his first year of
1: eligibility? Two years ago, he was. Eligible. So he
0: sat out. He missed. He missed the vote twice. No, no,
1: no, no. He got elected the second time. Oh, okay. But the first time they took Jason Taylor over him, which right. I think think's a joke. It is a joke. Because like I get it, he's got all these great sack numbers and was a great defender. But he was soft. But this guy revo- <laughs> Yeah, but Brian Dawkins revolutionized the safety yep. position. Yep. How you know Ed Reed's going to go in next? Troy Palmolo. It's yep. just going to be a wave, and he was pretty much like the, the yeah. staple yeah. for the and new what, generation. What a class he went in with! Oh uh, my Ur- God! Locker, Absolutely,
0: Doctor Doom, Robert Do- Brazil. who yeah. for years, years when I was down in Houston, yeah, my buddy Barry Warner was yeah. starting petitions in that city. Oh, to really? get Doctor Doom in? Yeah, this is, you know, seven years ago. Yeah, and then um, you had Ray Lewis, Fray Ray Lewis, Ray murderer, Randy know, Moss, allegedly.
1: Terrell Lowens, of Tennessee, Chattanooga. What a standing uh, by. Yeah, that was a ridiculous class. That's one of the class. best classes. And the crazy thing is like that all happened. You know, I'm about to turn thirty nine in a couple of weeks here, but that all happened like we saw that golden era. Like we yeah. saw Erlacher. Yep. We saw Ray Lewis. Yep. We saw Randy Moss. We saw Terrell Owens. We saw Brian Dawkins. Like those guys were like we, we saw their entire careers. Yeah. And it's amazing that they're already first they're already in. Right. That was a great era. To yeah, be quite honest. I mean, especially to get three three linebackers in one Hall of Fame class—that doesn't happen, right? If you get that many positions. So,
0: but. one just one final thing for me—I I urge everybody to check this out. I found it as I was looking to tape the Hall of Fame speech. It's on some small market channel, Cozy or something. You know that channel? No. Exactly. Sounds like a. Poor but the channel. piece is called—well, <laughs> we'll get there in a minute. The piece is called, The called the Canton Brian Dawkins. Huh. It's a very short documentary. You need to check it out. I didn't even know the guy that was the host slash voicing it over. There wasn't a lot of him. It was just very well done from Reigns High School in Florida uh, football highlights to stuff at Clemson to his great career at the Eagles. Barely glosses over the fact that he was a a Bronco. And, by the way, Brian Dawkins didn't mention once anything about Denver. (laughs) Yeah, which is awesome. Which is awesome, and it's 22 minutes, but – the call to Canton, Brian Dawkins. Google it, YouTube it, find it, yeah. DVR it. It's awesome, and it's a very short watch. Not filled with a lot of commercials and garbage. Great highlights. It shows him, John Mead, probably my favorite part is the ring ceremony, the party, you know, at okay. the nightclub there. A lot of the former players were there, the ambassadors, okay. if you will. Yeah. And b Doc got up on the stage to accept his ring, and that whole place got quiet, and he spoke to the current group. And said, I'm paraphrasing here, but if you played in the vet, if you spent a day in the vet, you would understand a little bit more how much what you guys did means to the organization, the city, whatever. Oh, absolutely. But he was like, up there, you know, preach on, brother. You know what I mean? And and the new and the this generation's players, you know, they respect the hell out of him. They just listened, and he, and he thanked them for helping him get a Super Bowl ring. Says said it's going to go right next to his Hall of Fame ring. How it, awesome is that?
1: Yeah, well, it's just, I mean, he is the one athlete that just identified with the people of Philadelphia, more so than anybody. Yep. People write him letters like, listen, you know, my father passed away. He's going to be buried in your jersey. Like, stuff like that. Like, that's – I mean, the guy was just – he just got it from start to finish. One of my favorite things that he liked doing is – and you don't see people do this, and you'll probably never see another Eagles player again do this. But when the Eagles scored a touchdown at home, he would come right out to the 50-yard line and start sing, singing the fight song yep. with the fans. Yep, Nobody else is doing that. So he was special. Most beloved athlete ever in Philadelphia history. <sighs> I mean, for, especially for somebody that never won a championship. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yep.
1: And that's yeah. another shame in it all,
0: exactly. isn't it? Really, uh-huh. I mean that his ring had to come kind of yeah. post career, but well, if he had, has got
1: it. Belichick in 2004. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that's another podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Here so go. Uh, anyway, the call to Canton, Brian Dawkins. I highly recommend it. Well,
1: oh, oh, that's the other thing that I meant to tell you too is you know the football life. You ever see those shows, the football life? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, there's one coming out in October. Oh, Brian Dawkins. Yep. So it's I'm looking be outstanding. forward to that. I'm sure it'll, be, it'll be outstanding. So listen, I I want to segue for a minute and get to another documentary that I had a chance to watch when I was down here. Icarus? The 08 uh-huh. Phillies documentary. And that steaming hot pile of garbage that NBC Sports Philly put out there with a dope trailer, 90-second trailer, to make you get all hot and bothered. And then literally I was falling asleep by the end of the thing. Why it was it was so bad? It was terrible. Why John was Mita. it so bad? Why was
1: it good? I, I didn't really. I, I don't think I saw it. No,
0: right, exactly. Yeah. If people were raving about it, would you have watched it? Probably. Yes. But let me just tell you something, John Mita. Don't waste your time. It's a <laughs> bunch of interviews. There's a very, very glaring short, uh, shortage of highlights. It's like they almost didn't want to you know, pay like, the finder's fees, the right's fees, <laughs> to run the highlights. I mean, don't the Phillies own that stuff? Doesn't NBC Sports have that stuff? Like, why? First of all, they barely even mention Chooch. It's like it wasn't even part of the team. They, sh- they basically show his throw um, or the tag, you know, on the Utley play. Like, it's, it was just – it wasn't very well done. They interviewed, like, only three or four players. The interviews are set up, like, so awkwardly. It's like they shot him in, like, a prison cell. I-, I just don't understand what they were doing. They had a chance to capitalize and hit this thing out of the park, no pun intended, and it's not even that difficult. Just run me back four minutes of highlights with some music or Harry Callis in the background – and I've been crying up a storm. <laughs> well maybe this Instead, is your it opportunity. Was very slow
1: and dry. Maybe your opportunity to create your first film, John. They barely The two thousand eight uh, Phillies done the right thing. They give you almost no
0: footage. And the interviews are like just three or four guys. There's like no mention of key moments, key player. I mean, it was it was downright disrespectful. <laughs> I
1: know you were pretty fired up about I it. I mean,
0: it's brutal. Yeah. So don't watch it if you have it, unless you want to really see just how poorly you can mail something in and try and just like, no, oh, God, I guess it's the 10 year We should put something together, shouldn't we? Yeah. Let's interview Worth and Burl and call it a day. Like, give me a break, dude. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Lack of effort. All right, let's transition.
1: All right, let's see. You want to talk Eagles right now? Yeah, let's, let's talk let's do Eagles. It. Let's do it. Let's you talk know, I mean, You were at camp. the open practice. Ertzie, yes, babe.
0: Right. Ertzie, babe. Three so, touchdowns, um, a little red zone drill. He was slicing and dicing the first team D, second team D. Didn't matter. Can't hurt. You can't hold down Zach Ertz. You kidding me? And
1: would you Would you think about the first preseason game? Would you like? What did you I, like? The the bits and pieces
0: I watched, I didn't like much of it. Yeah. But it was a it was a Nate Sudfeld well, I mean, show. So what are you expecting?
1: Sh- oh, and all these people, honestly. Oh uh, dude he's in the Hall of Fame already. Uh, sh- it's incredible how many people just want to just well, throw folds. bro, holes. listen. Yeah, just 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 cart them away. Listen, they're they're bringing back up Listen. the second round pick, Cleveland's number thirty. Like really, this is what I this is what I take from preseason
0: training camp. Now I call it the Kevin Curtis rule. Oh God. Okay, Kevin Curtis looked like a legend in shorts out there with McNabb mini camp. Got people, the media. Oh my, Kevin Curtis looks out. Kevin Curtis stunk. All right. <laughs> So when you are looking good in shorts and you're six foot six, Nate Sudfeld, and you can zip the ball around, I get it. You're gonna look good. But can we pump the brakes on all this nonsense? First of all, Nick Foles looked. He looks so comfortable. And again, I know it's not. It's a non-contact practice. He just looks so comfortable with those first-team reps. You know, in the 20 minutes that he's out there zipping it around, 11 on 11, seven on seven. Like, I'm not even worried. Like, Carson Wentz. Did he start Week One?
1: I, th- I, I don't think he does. I don't think he does too. I mean, I think I don't they're see really why you would. Back. I don't see why you would. Well, the opening in the schedule is fairly easy. Well, listen, they, I mean, they not, can lose
0: that game well, week I mean, one with or without. They,
1: they have a great, yeah, they have a great so opportunity to start out four and over and three and one. Why are you? No matter who's at the quarterback. Why are you trying to rush it? Don't rush they it. They have
0: so much skill the offensively. Thing, right? They have the best line in football, arguably, and their defense is probably better than it was a year ago. Which will be scary.
1: So, yeah, I mean the one thing it, I think the Church of Foles, baby, Church of Foles. No, I think the, it's going to be interesting to see. So you're talking about a team that's so very talented that made some great additions in the off season. I'll tell you what, Dallas Goddard looked pretty damn good. He does. And if you have a two tight end set like that, I mean, think about how lethal the Patriots were yep. when they had Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez, rest his soul. Um, so I mean. It, I, th- I think that could be huge. and But the positions I look at, this is what it's, I think, you know, we, we, out of the 53-man roster, yep. we pretty much know maybe 48 out of the 53. Really? The, you think it's that solidified? Well, I think it's up there. But I'll tell you what, the running back situation, see you later, Donnell Pumphrey, okay? Yeah, you Don't you've let had the door hit you in the ass. Yeah. Guy can't stay healthy, can't get big enough. He's done. Fourth-round pick, wasted wasted when i went to ryan switzer out of north carolina but we won't go there anyway <laughs> but um i i like the kid they picked up the undrafted free agent josh adams he kind of has like a lagar blunt he's yeah. like 225 pounds he's a masher and I, I i think wendell smallwood i think his time is now up so for me the four running backs they're keeping sproles jji Corey clement and josh adams that's why. Then you look at the receiver. So the veteran Matty Jones gets a take uh, care, gets, comb your hair, pink slip. Uh, yeah, he, he's fumbleitis. Thirteen Smallwood. fumbles in two years. Smallwood. God speed. He is Smallwood. And Pumphrey. Yeah. Whatever. So Practice squad. The other thing is, the receiver position is very yep. interesting. Okay, so usually they generally keep between four and five. So they who, gotta who five. are the locks, right? Mike Wallace, lock. Jeffrey, lock. Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar, lock. Right. Matt Collins, because special teams, four. Yep. Who's going to be that fifth? Is it going to be Gibson, who had the big touchdown yep. catch? Is it going to be somebody else? So that's another Bryce position. Bryce Treggs sniffing around. Ah, Treggs. Clay Aiken, Treg- the, uh, the 26th. Clay Aiken. Kamar, uh, it looks like he's on his way out. But the, mm. the one position. Can we
0: get more former Ravens, Joe Douglas? You nah. think that's possible? Nah. Is there anybody out Maybe loves there's somebody the underneath the dock. He loves Stone the Ravens. Harbor. Somebody's floating around the bay that used to
1: play for the Ravens. We could yeah. just... But defensively, I'll tell yeah. you what, when last year we look at this team before the start of the season, cornerback was an absolute weakness. Yeah. Well, now, hence the now, trade for Darby. Now it's a complete strength. I know Russell Douglas got beat up a little bit. but I'm, yeah, He I'm got stuck. beat up at practice yesterday too. For the yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I still like him. I like his game a lot. I think he played really well when Darby was out. Agreed. So that could be a trade chip later on maybe trade one of your corners, but Sidney Jones coming back. That, the one position, and we, we've we touched on it before over linebacker. and over. Linebacker. Who's going to play that weak side linebacker? You got Bradham and Hicks, but then who's going to – Nate Jerry? Oh, boy. Yeah. He's He he looks like Your Jerry. boy Joe Walker. Joe Walker with the, the golden locks of hair that he has.
0: Yeah, I think it's – I mean – Or is it going to be Nelson? But you can always – you know you can always add well, somebody I know. and there's somebody that could get cut you know like you bring in a a Ellerby last year late in the year right and turned out to be playing fine. a pretty big role in the Super Bowl fine and the playoffs
1: out, turned out fine so, so that's like the only position that i see of weakness on this football team
0: well they lost Kendrick's right your boy Paul Warlow Warlow, however you pronounce it. He probably would have competed yes. at the will. The ACL tear.
1: Yeah. So. The pride of the University of Delaware Blue Hens. Paul Warlow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the ass kicking chickens. Yeah. So, yeah, they got a little bit of, I guess, concern at that linebacker spot because Najee signed somewhere too, right? Najee good? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he was a depth guy, special teams guy, obviously, but. You know, that will be the one spot. But I, they're going to get so much pressure on the quarterback, the opposing quarterback. They can cover. They've got two smart, intelligent, athletic safeties, guys with experience. I just don't see teams putting up a lot of points on them. No. Especially with their ability to create turnovers.
1: No, absolutely.
0: I mean, they're going to have quarterbacks
1: running for their lives. I mean, you look at the losses. Bo Allen, he was pretty good. Jernigan still coming off injuries. So yeah, we got, that
0: could be a long-term thing. Could be a long-term thing. But, but. – Insurance between policy. Michael Same Bennett, Melody Nata. Yeah. And long guy Barnett. Yeah. I mean Fletcher Cox, I'm maybe hoping the best to see if this player in football as far as, as that position Sweat. goes. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Sweat He's is having a great camp. Yeah. I mean I'd like to see him do a little more in the next let's, game. Let's rush the passer. Let's get after it. Put yeah. some heat on some teams. Exactly. Matt Ryan's gonna be running scared. Matty Ice. September the sixth. <laughs> I love it. Every part of it. All right, Brotherly Love Podcast here from Stone Harbor. Follow us on Twitter, at Love Podcast. Uh, any, any other uh, Birds conversation you want to dive into? No,
1: I'm just looking forward to, you know, playing New England. It'll be interesting to see what Belichick does, if he's going to run the score up in the preseason, <laughs> trying to hang 50 on the board after. He got embarrassed last year. So I hope Brandon Graham meets Tom Brady for lunch in the oh, first yeah. series. That would be great. Fletcher Cox looked good, too. Though, he did. Pre- I mean, oh, he looked like a man-child.
0: All right, National League standings. Yeah, Here yeah, we, we are. Yeah. August. The August.
1: middle of August. The
0: middle of August. The Fighting Phils, a one-game lead. A win of any variety for yeah. the Fighting Phils over yeah. the next seven weeks, and they tie last season's mark.
1: <laughs>
0: Just true. one win over seven weeks of baseball to yeah. equal last year. Yeah. I don't know how they're doing it, man. Some days I just literally don't know how they're doing it. Some day, some nights I watch them and I'm like, this team is terrible. Yeah. And they find a way to win. They find a way. Your boy Cap, multicolored pens, pulling on those belt buckle loops. Oh, my God. Chomping he, that gum. Is, making double switches out the wazoo.
1: He is such a weirdo.
0: Pissing off players because they don't know what their role is. But yeah. Here they come.
1: Yep, yep. And... uh do you the know, Phillies
0: they, have a old school like a fight song, an old school theme? Like we got the one, two, three, four, five, sixers. Uh, got fly, speaking of fly. sixers, is, there, is uh, there, Can we just talk a little
1: <laughs> a quick sixer moment? You're going to talk about somebody's foot? Uh, I mean, really, Zaire Smith breaks his foot out definitely No timetable for return. What is it? Why can't we get a first round draft pick on the court the following season? It is a total uh. curse. How's Mikhail Bridges doing? Did he break his foot? I'm just asking. <laughs> I Did Mikael so. Bridges break his foot? I have not seen that he has broken his foot. This is awful. I mean awful. Alright, whatever. Back to the Phillies. <laughs> Fighting Phils.
0: Sixty-five wins on the year. Like I was Let's saying, talk John about made the it. traits. Some days I don't know how they've been doing it, but they're getting it done. Clintech wheeling and
1: dealing, bringing it Matty It K. sounds like it sounds like that Edaman strudel. What is it? Apple Strudel? As Druble?
0: As Druble? As, as
1: As Druby? Yeah. Apple Strudel Cabrera.
0: Hey, he has been providing some pop last couple of weeks uh, once he got, got settled. He's got
1: a little mash. And still. we got
0: Wilson Ramos on the Oh, mando. Wilson, A little, a little rehab Mr. start last Wilson. night. Wilson! Well, no, rehab I mean, that, start. That,
1: that, that's a big, I mean, I think that's a big upgrade because, yeah. listen, Alfaro defensively has struggled. Because he
0: can't catch the baseball. Well, His arm's fine.
1: Yeah, he's got a can. He
0: literally can't catch the baseball.
1: Yeah, he has trouble catching. There's he's no lazy. Yeah.
0: How so, about if you get in the crou in the crouch like everybody else? Get in the crouch
1: position. Get tonight. in the crotch
0: position like everybody else. Get down to that crouch dude and yeah. slide over the block of baseball. Yeah. He's on one knee sometimes, he's on two knees sometimes. Yeah. He's got one leg out like nineteen ninety four uh, uh, punch Rodriguez Pena? or oh, yeah. something like
1: Tony Pena?
0: Like uh how about if you just go with the classic stance that's been perfected over time, my friend, and stop a baseball down Maybe he down needs, in the like, dirt. those
1: knee pads behind, like, you know, the ones that are, like, to help so you're not killing your knees. I, I, I just – I think that's going to be a good upgrade because, like, Wilson Ramos will know how to handle. He could pick up the pitching staff. Who knows? Like, right. we all saw what Chooch did for this baseball yep. team. A total staple. Yep. And, and guys, the pitching's been great. Exactly. So, so the other – what is the other deal? Talk about yesterday's deal. Well, or was that, it two days with ago with Justin Bohr? Justin, the
0: Bohr identity. Everybody wants to compare him to Matt Stairs. Derek a Bat off the bench. Oh, nice a little Stairsy 2.0. Case
1: of emergency, use the stairs. Did you see him <laughs> in his hooded sweatshirt in San Diego? It's he 95 degrees. Did. What is he trying to make weight for a wrestling match? <laughs> stairsy. Uh, he's so he ain't Canadian. making weight. He's so Canadian, Stairsy. Uh, oh God. man. How brutal is the broadcast team for the Phillies? Oh, like, you st- want to do this right it. now. Like, start the fin- I mean, Jesus. Between Ben Davis. It's unlistenable. Your boy, Moobs.
0: I'm starting a new Twitter handle. Who else they it sprinkle is called in?
1: Stalker Or, Moobs. or maybe just
0: radio? I don't know. New These Twitter things. handle. You ready? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a burner account. Be trolling folks. <laughs> <laughs> Moobs on mute is what it's going to be called. Right. It's for when you want to watch the Phillies but not listen to Moobs. Yeah. So you put that huh. son of a you-know-what on mute.
1: Do you think that would ever move Fransky I wish. TV? I've heard
0: he doesn't want to do TV, but that was years ago. I would pray to God. Yeah. But I, he's so good on the radio, man. I'm a radio guy. I don't want,
1: you I, know, I flip on the radio. We actually had this discussion last night. I don't know how people listen to baseball on the radio. I can barely watch it, let alone listen to it on the radio. Bro. It's so slow. It's so good. Here's the 3-1 pitch. What happened with the pitch? Did it move? Where'd it go? Have no idea. He's so Hopefully good. Hopefully the catcher. You calls listen the to
0: Fransky in L.A. They're conversational. They're having fun. They don't take each other too seriously. Fransky knows the big moments because he's been there. I mean, his his cadence and pace are unbelievable. He's the best. He is the best. Well, I know you're a fan. I there mean, no doubt about. it. And on the TV side, we got a complete Al-
1: goober. Yeah, and LA's great L.A. is just great. L.A. is great. L.A. is. Kevin out Jordan's been out. getting some
0: reps. Get a little Kevin less Jordan, L.A. Jesus. But listen. Uh, please, God, Tom McCarthy. Please, God, just stop talking so much. There was a game like a week ago. He didn't say anything for like two minutes. I'm convinced something happened to his microphone. <laughs> or maybe he went to the restroom and came back. Exactly. He used to go a half inning. Harry would say like three words. Sabotage. And now, you know, you got moobs over talking the game. In the first inning, they're just like, oh, I was talking to this player and this player Gabe Kapler thinks that Joey Votto is a lot like Reese Hoskins. Like, I don't care. Shut up. Let me watch the baseball game. See what you did now? You got me
1: all fired yeah, up. Yeah, I got you all fired up. But, I mean, getting back to the team, it's, I mean, nobody thought me being be in this position. Yeah,
0: and listen, they've changed the philosophy now. I read that you talked about Klintak. You want to give him credit pulling all these deals, wheeling and dealing, adding reinforcements to the bench, the one left-handed reliever, Whatever. Okay, upgrading it, you know, the short third position with, as Drewby. Struby and Loopy. Struble. But at the end of the day, the philosophy has changed. And Klintak's recent quote was, like, they're trying to win baseball games now. There was a long path of developing players, Crawford, Kingery, giving them a chance. They are straight up in must-win mode now because they're in a pennant race. And he has come out and said it. He's come out and said it. And they just made a move yesterday. They optioned Zach Eflin a triple-A. It's more of a paper transaction. He won't miss a start. He loses some money. He loses a few days of service time at the major league level. But they did it to add an extra bench player for a game where, who knows, maybe it goes 13, 14 innings. You need him. Extra arm in the bullpen for a couple of days. But it's at Eflin's expense. So this is where... Especially a young player, has got to check his ego a bit. He was at the hotel across the street from the ballpark yesterday, not with the team. Not because of performance, because of basically a loophole in the collective bargaining agreement that allows teams to take a young player like Eflin, option him to the minors for the sole reason of basically just bringing up an extra body for a couple of days because Eflin's not pitching. Now, is it greasy? Is it a bit scummy? Maybe. But literally, they're doing everything they can to win every single day now. That's the mantra. And the manager said it, the GM has said it, and things have changed now at Citizens Bank Park as far as the vision and the philosophy. And so you're all in now for the rest of this year. I told you last podcast, I don't know about making moves, giving up the farm, I don't know if they're going to win the World Series this year anyway, even if they got a Machado. But look, they are playing now to win the World Series. Whether they do it or not, that's their approach the rest of the way. And that it's got to be exciting for a fan base.
1: Well, what do they do with your boy, Scotty Jetpack, Scott Kingery? <laughs> do you send him down to see if He has been banner? terrible. He's been awful. And I know they don't want to send him down because they're paying him so much goddamn money. But I think a guy like that needs to, to get himself right. And I just, he's just really strong. And can
0: J.P. Crawford take any longer to come back from a broken hand? Oh, God. Like yeah. uncle. Yeah, well. So something's got to be going on there. Yeah, He obviously wasn't hitting the cover off the ball at high A or wherever he was, class A, because otherwise he would have been up right
1: away. <laughs> yeah. Like, give me a break. It would be interesting to see how Zach, like how he feels about it. I yeah. mean, if somebody's taking 20 grand out of your pocket and with Major League Baseball, the way their contracts are structured, like, we have to wait like 20 years before you can get your, like, first good deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, we'll see. You know, well, look, that, they just said, hey, uh, Zach, uh, there's a uh, 20-grain in a brown bag behind the dumpster. Yeah. They're ruffling some feathers. Yeah. I
0: mean, they're bringing in veteran guys, older guys, and telling the young kids you didn't get it done, you know. And and now they're taking a young pitcher like Eflin's had a pretty good season, certainly by his, you know, uh, track record or standards coming in. And now all of a sudden they're ruffling his feathers. So they're all in it to win it, man. And we'll just see how how it plays out. but." Uh, they get the Padres today, a win again. They tie last year's mark, and next thing you know, we're going to be late late August, early September, and they're going to be right in the thick of it, wild card spotter or
1: NLE. So, see how it shakes out. Yeah, I mean, it's – listen, I, I I, mean, think about it, right? October baseball. October is right around the corner. Yeah. And the reason – and it, they what, seven games left against the Braves? Yep. And so that's going to be really interesting because they said that one of the reasons why they picked up war is just because he just hammers, yeah, he's hammers the Braves. The Braves. Yep. So we'll see. But at least they're going for it. At All least in bro. The row. Trust the process. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows? If we bring in some high power free agent next year, we could be on our way. It'll be crazy to have Eagles football
0: in September and meaningful Phillies games again. Because, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that long ago. It feels like a while ago. But you go back to 07, 08, early season birds, late season fills, and it was double dipping on a Sunday afternoon. Who to Always. watch, Always. flipping back and forth. You got the two TV set up, you doing it right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to get that. I got to get my act together, actually, is what I guess I'm getting at here. I need to get my you Sunday. You need to another TV. I need to get my late September, early October Sundays in line. Exactly. This damn hockey schedule.
1: Exactly.
0: All right, brother. Anything else? Yeah, I, oh yeah. I got, go ahead.
1: You want a few minutes right, on the Philadelphia? I, yeah, po-po. I just, I, I just, I have a strong rant, everyone. So listen up, okay. This goes out to the mayor of Philadelphia, okay, Mayor Kenny, and the Philadelphia Police Department. Two days ago, it literally took me two hours. I left my house at 5:30, and was in this stadium by 7:40. The total distance, door to door, is like 18 miles. Wow you know, two hours, I don't understand who came up with the bright idea to change the traffic patterns down at these sporting events. I get it. Okay, people are exiting the game. You want them to be safe. You don't want people hitting them. I get it. Okay, but when you cut off the Broad Street exit, half the people are going to the Wells Fargo lot. Okay, they're going to the Citizens Bank Park. So let them get off at the Broad Street exit. Don't funnel 30,000 cars to Packer Avenue. <laughs> Seriously. And then let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about how we want to save the environment, okay? Like, let's go paperless, okay? Paperless is a problem right now, especially for the Philadelphia Eagles. No, I can't get a paper ticket. It's got to be electronic. I love having a ticket stub. Yeah, me too. You know, it's something to remember the game all. by. Yeah. Exactly. I kept all mine. Now we can't even – before we had to pay $10.00. To get paid. Now it's not even an option. Wow. You know, parking pass. Okay? I'd be more upset about that than anything. I had a police officer knock up on my car window, ask me where my parking pass was, squinted, had to look at my iPhone because I didn't have the big paper pass where he could see live and in color. Then you have all those idiots that are going down the wrong direction, and they all start turning around, turn around, because there is no signage, signage, <laughs> Down and Lincoln Financial Field. It's not that hard, people. But who I want to get in contact with. You know what, with, Let's do
0: this. What? I don't. I hate to cut you off because you're rolling. Please don't. Let's order a couple A-frames. All right? And we'll print on them sweet parking, club parking, and we'll go lay them out there for you. Uh, that's all it takes. Yeah. That's a couple all it takes. A-frames. You can it's get like them this. for
1: cheap. Here's the other thing. Get in the suite level, right? Where I go in. They have these new metal uh, metal metal detectors, right? Yeah. But the bar, the beam that goes across to hold all the metal detectors up, covers up the suite level. So then you have all these jackasses in line, like, yeah, it's just like the regular ass. Yeah, I think I can get here. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Then 30 people are going out of line, and you're not moving forward. And then it's, it's just, it's so ridiculous. It should not take two hours to get to a football game. I could have driven down the shore from my house. Yeah. Do you believe that? Yeah. I'm
0: just. I was. And by the way, you went to a preseason game, so that had it just game. absolutely grind your gears. I missed
1: the whole first quarter. What is the point? If I didn't have to bring your brother-in-law home, I would have turned around. I would have <laughs> been. I'm out of here. I'll watch it on television. But seriously, I want to know the genius. Please tell me, City of Philadelphia, help me out. Who is the guy that decided these new traffic patterns? Even when we're leaving. Before we could leave, we could go right out. What's the uh, what is it, Patterson? Go right out, Patterson, right to the Platte Bridge. Can't make a left out of there now. Now they funnel everyone, and then they have this side carted off, and then this side. You have no idea, you have no idea how the hell you get out of there. Yeah, it's just a joke. It was never like that, and it pisses me off to high heaven. So, I'm gonna find some answers. I'm calling the mayor's office. I'm gonna find the guy. Write a letter. Oh, I'm writing Let's a letter. let go old school. I'm gonna leave a voice there.
0: Carrier pigeon. Get you know, I'm not like there. trying
1: to diss the police department. Okay. Blue, no, no, it's blue not, blue not lives them. Lives matter. Okay? Somebody
0: though has made yeah. the determining factor that this is how it needs to flow, yeah. and it doesn't make any sense.
1: It makes no sense, and I'm surprised. And the lack
0: of signage
1: Everywhere. from an NFL
0: team, a billion-dollar industry. Everywhere and the lack of paper tickets because you know Jeffrey Lurie wants to save the world
1: one ticket at a time like Uncle save the world or save those dollars is what I want to know because my and then and then uh, you know the other thing pissed me off they canceled no longer
0: obsolete you're looking around right now like you're expecting somebody to come whack you from like the Stone (laughs) Harbor Pope going to hear the best
1: food item in Lincoln Financial Field it was chicken chicken. And waffle fries. Ah, unbelievable. Buffalo Carame- chicken No, chips. no. Caramelized bacon, chicken, waffles, cheese. Joe, perfect snack. Perfect. I mean, the Pre-game, best meal. First quarter, halftime. I get there to the, the gourmet food line. They have regular chicken fingers and fries. I'm like, what happened to the chicken? Oh, no, we don't do that anymore. What? <laughs> right? Then, me mean, Keith, we get a cheesesteak, right? Yeah. They don't even have any more potato chips. You know what the people from Aramark Concession Stands told us it's preseason. What, you ran out of chips because it's the preseason? Oh you gonna, are you going to serve me some skunky Stella too? Did you have from last year? <laughs> I mean, that's it. I'm done. I can't even talk anymore. Don't go
0: dying on me, man. Don't go dying on me. All right. It's the Brother who Love Podcast. Props to Harry for setting up some shade here. Yeah. The umbrella. This we, ha-
1: we didn't have the shade.
0: There have been 10 It'd minutes be left on this podcast. Exactly. We would have cut it way short. All right. Good talk. Well, everybody. this is the last
1: time we're going to be together yeah. in person. Yeah. Joe is
0: on his pilgrimage. Yeah, man. Back to day's money. 78 day vacation is in the books. Time to go back to reality. Nah, it's not really 78, but sounds like a good number. 78 glorious. Uh, But, yeah, man, we'll get back at it. We'll get the phone, phone
1: connection dialed up. We'll get some guests on. Oh, we're definitely going to get some guests. We'll, stay we'll tuned. Stay right. We got... We, we got a commit from John Ritchie, so he's going to come on at some point. Love it. So, All right. Appreciate all love and support. Brotherly Love Podcast. The
0: beautiful Stone Harbor. John Mita, Joe O'Donnell, Johnny Meach, the man. Love you, bud. And uh, Godspeed, everybody. Till next time. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Brotherly Love
1: Podcast on SoundCloud.com.